Hey there, welcome to Claim Your Freedom. I am your host, Aziza Alawi. If you are listening, it means you led yourself to open up to a new you and transform without limitations. Your time has come to let that spiritual mindset grow and guide you to your ultimate freedom. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 44 of Claim Your Freedom. This is your host, Aziza Alawi. We all know that conflict exists. We hear this person has a conflict with their boss, colleague, or co-workers. Another one has a conflict at home, maybe with husband, maybe with kids. So what about you, my health professionals? Where does conflict appear in your life? And how does conflict become an obstacle to your work-life balance? Maybe you're smiling by now, listening to my word, conflict. Hmm, who has time for conflicts? With the overload of responsibilities and the perpetual stress we live in. Yes, I hear you. You're right. But one of the main reasons for your stress and overwhelm is the kind of the relationships you build at work. Are they smooth and uplifting? Do you feel supported and encouraged in your decisions and plans? Do you feel there is a fair share of workload? Do you have fun and activities together? Share personal stories and struggles? Well, if you answer no to all the questions or most of them, listen up. I have a secret to share with you. Something that will help you love your work more and beat the stress that holds you back from creating a work-life balance. You'll be able to enjoy happy and lasting relationships, full of joy and free from any conflict. So what's the secret? As you know, I am a health professional myself, a pharmacist. Before opening my first pharmacy business, I used to work for a big company. Believe me, I loved my customers. But there was this tense atmosphere at work, a very disturbing one. I had to deal with a store manager that thinks we were at war. This person divided to conquer. Imagine not being able to trust anyone. She controlled the team through fear, authoritarian behavior, blame and oppression. As a pharmacist, the manager is not my superior. The owner is. But that didn't stop her. One day at lunchtime, I took two minutes to buy myself lunch from next door, as everybody does. But here it is. The day after, the manager summoned me, shouting like crazy. Oh, so now you go shopping during work hours. I've been told you left your post and came back with shopping bags. I looked at her with a smile and calmly I replied, Oh, is that a problem? You never mentioned it was against the company's policy. (laughs) She was in shock. Her face contorted with rage. She clenched her jaws, looking at me with disbelief. In complete silence, though. I want to ask you, did you ever see someone do that at work or anywhere? If you ever did, know that you've made a point. 
The best strategy to awaken the unconscious mind of persecutors is to step aside and never engage in their stories. She already believed that I went shopping, which is wrong, or which was wrong, but I didn't go shopping. I stepped out for two minutes to buy food, which is right. Instead of accusing me of doing something I never did, perhaps she should have asked what I had done. I had not reacted, not confirmed the reality of her story and not fed her mind with more thought and body emotion. I just did engage. I didn't engage. It's not my story, it's hers. Instead, I challenged her, hold her accountable and allowed her to experience whatever she was experiencing at the moment. And the power of allowing lies in non-interference, non-doing, as Eckhart Tolle explains, he explains it so well in his book, Awakening to Your Life's Purpose. Maybe you should read it. Workplace conflict can ruin your happiness and make your time at work a burden, a golden prison, as I mentioned in my previous podcast. This secret I shared with you saved my life. And at that time, I didn't know, I didn't read a Cartoli's book. I just did it intuitively because it was so silly. It was, it was too much for me. It was beyond what I could imagine. How could I go shopping while, I mean, <laughs> I was the only pharmacist working that time. How could she even think I'm capable of doing such thing? Or why? Or what made her do that? So that belongs to her. I left it with her. And I never had to worry about her anymore. I enjoyed my work and customers and went on with my life, happy and fulfilled. But this workplace conflict motivated me to create my own business with rules that promoted well-being at work. That I can assure you. So I know a lot about employee drama at work. I can share with you many of them. But today you are here to learn how to handle conflicts and create harmony in the workplace. Not to listen to all those stories. You may know even many of them yourself. There are different ways to handle conflicts, but I will share with you three major ones. These tips are incredible. First one, communicate, listen, reflect, inquire, then establish common goals, and last, request solutions. When I say that, it's because all this has to be done as a team. Okay, let's start with the first one, the communication. You may know, my health professionals, that to better communicate, you'll have to listen. And in this case, in case of conflicts, you'll have to listen carefully to all sides of the story. Why? Because you need to define the source of conflict. Knowing the source will enable you to look beyond the incident. As I mentioned before, it's a sort of drama that creates conflict. Each employee or manager or executive have their internal struggles with emotions built from previous experience or traumatic event in their life even. 
So you have to have that in mind. You need to make sure you understand the trigger. Listening is a crucial step in managing conflicts at work. Nobody is the initiator or the one to blame. Everybody is involved. It's a common issue that has to be determined together, consciously, not unconsciously. You need to inquire more on behavior and event, not focusing on personalities. Do not focus on personalities because that is not the problem. It's the behavior. It's the actions. It's whatever happens in the moment to create conflict that is important and essential to understand. And once you know the source of the conflict, reflect on it all together. Do it as a team. Prioritize the areas of conflict to be able to identify the points of agreement and disagreement. It's all about knowing what started the conflict because most of the time people disagree on things and that happens everywhere. Could happen at home, could happen at work, could happen on vacation, anywhere. So that's one thing you really have to identify. So the second tip is to establish common goals. Ooh, that rings a bell, common goals. At work, we have a common goal. You do, either in your own practice, a small one, big one, in a clinic, in a hospital, in any organization, organization in, in, in your business. Everybody has to have a common goal, which is the best of the organization whatever will bring success to the company, to the hospital, to the clinic. What is success? I mean, in your case, it's happy patients and less stress and overwhelm. So you can consciously give the better caring, contribute to make people's lives better, ease the pain and the suffering around you. That's your common goal. But here... You have to stop and pause and tell everybody, let's discuss it. Let's talk about it. Because now you're ready to work together and develop a plan to solve these conflicts, each one of them. But first, you must agree on common goals. What's everybody's priority? What is it? Everybody has to agree that it's Conflict resolution. The main priority is conflict resolution. Nothing else. You're not here to win or to be right. You're here to contribute to better relationships in the workplace with respect and viewpoint understanding. Yes, respect each other, understand their viewpoint and go on and have harmony. So how developing a plan will serve all participants, would you ask? It does. It does help maintain and strengthen relationships rather than winning an argument. And maintaining and strengthening relationships is the common goal. A common plan brings the team together to find solutions in the present moment. Yes, the present moment. I always mention that. I just did in my previous podcast. My dear health professionals, the present is the key to soul-aligned success. 
the ultimate success based on love, respect, and freedom. Because what is it you're looking for? You're looking for the freedom to do your job and love it. You don't want to end up hating your job, hating what you're doing. Because what will happen after that? You'd like to move somewhere else, maybe. But before making the move, you need to understand how you can manage and handle conflicts at work. So you can keep doing what you love and creating work-life balance. Conflict belongs to the past. It is extremely harmful and triggers work-life unbalance. While all you want is to be happy doing your job and enjoying life with your family and friends. You don't want to be in the past. You want to be in the present moment because there you can build your future. Many times your colleagues or co-workers become your friends. And why is that? Because you connect, because you communicate, because you acknowledge their presence. You may, you may share common interests and activities. When you take the time to understand others, to connect with them, you can build great relationships. When you plan in common and free yourself from stress and overwhelm in the workplace, you live happy. And you wake up in the morning wanting to go to work, having all the energy you need to do so. Not dragging yourself out of bed, saying to yourself, no, not again, I'm not going to go to work again and find all those problems. And you start thinking about yesterday and what happened with this and with that. And that guy doesn't support me when I do this and I work too much. The other one doesn't do enough and I'm doing more. Uh -uh. That's conflict. Okay, third tip, request solutions. Warning here. What are the things to avoid in search of harmony at work? This is a big warning because yes, you may request solutions, but the solutions are not good for everybody. What are the beneficial actions for the team to support each other and eliminate conflict? How perception can ruin relationships and what to do about it? All these questions, they have to be raised because They can help you brainstorm to find the best solution to a conflict that you are working on, you are trying to handle in the moment. Find the best solution that you agree on together, always together as a team, because the best solution is the one each party can live with without feeling left behind or disrespected. This is crucial. This is the basic, this is the foundation. And this part is very sensitive and needs a lot of attentive listening and focus because mm, you can't let this go wrong. And if you do, you'll have more conflicts. Because once a best solution is found and everybody agrees on it, you're ready. You're ready to determine the responsibilities each party has in the resolution of the conflict. Once we agree, each one will have their own responsibility in solving the conflict. Involve all parties to work together on a common ground. But never forget the root cause or the main source identified in the beginning 
to ensure this issue will not come about again. You don't want it to come back. You don't want to see the same conflict. Once you deal with it, it has to be finished, done. Of course, you've got to assess that the solution is effective through continuous follow-up on the issue, you know. But be ready to take action if the issue resurfaces again. It may happen. Use every conflict as a lesson to prevent others from happening. It's essential that it doesn't happen again. So follow-up, action, all that is needed for you. You can't just say, we solved the problem and go on with your life. You know that issue was raised one and that it may come back. And we all know that conflict is part of our day-to-day lives. At work, you can disagree with coworkers or at home with family. My advice is to make sure you can handle conflict by embracing the three steps I share with you today. Of course, there are other tips, but I can assure you that the three steps mentioned above can give you a good foundation in handling and preventing conflicts in the workplace so that you can create a work-life balance and live happily and fulfilled. Yes, happy and fulfilled. And if you do experience conflict at work or home and you need guidance on how to manage the situation, feel free to connect. But first, start by implementing these strategies and share your results with us. We'd love to hear what you've improved, how you feel about it, what changed. We are here together. We want to evolve together. This podcast is to claim your freedom from any, any obstacle that's holding you back. As Simon Sinek, Simon Sinek said, I call him Simon, I don't know in French, Simon, (laughs) Simon Sinek, words can inspire, but only action creates a change. If you stayed until the end of this episode, It means you are ready and willing to claim your freedom. And I am truly happy for you. If you want also to have more of Aziza's Claim Your Freedom, tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. Your thoughts and feelings about this episode are meaningful to me. So I genuinely welcome you to leave an honest review. And if you want to, you can follow me on social media at Aziza Alawi. If you wish to connect with like-minded people, join my group of ambitious spiritual leaders. The information will be in the comment section. See you next week.